Hey everybody, this is the BSN Avalanche Podcast presented by Total Beverage. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you guys about this really awesome deal for BSN listeners. If you didn't know by now, Total Beverage is delivering beer, wine, and liquor to anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge down to Erie. For a limited time, Total Beverage is offering $10 off your $50 or more purchase on their website and on their app. Use the promo code BSN10 to save $10 off your $50 or more purchase for all of your parties and events and have it delivered straight to your door. Now let's jump into the show. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. Going to work crisscrossing with Jost. Right in, turned out by Jari. That was a one-on-two. And Jost. The best avalanche coverage in Denver. And welcome in BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. I'm your host, Jesse Montano. Nobody with me here today. Uh, AJ had to uh, make some emergency arrangements. He is okay. Sometimes life gets in the way of work. So that's what happened today. He is currently on his way um, to the Pepsi Center. He's making sure that he had some stuff to get taken care of. He got it taken care of. He's not going to leave you guys high and dry for tonight's Game 6 matchup at Pepsi Center. So it's me all alone. Uh, just being honest with you guys, as I'm sure you've already noticed uh, on your podcast app, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter show, just kind of a pregame primer. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of Av Sharks for tonight here in this first segment. So hopefully you guys are fully up to speed heading into the game. Hopefully you can listen to this on your way down to the arena. Uh, then we'll talk a little bit of playoffs. And uh, I put the uh, fish in the line, or a, a, the hook in the line, uh, for a couple non-playoff related questions so we can, you know, keep this relevant. Let's uh, let's dive right into it, guys. Avs Sharks Game Six is tonight at Pepsi Center. Do or die for the Avs. They are behind three to two uh, in this best of seven series Western Conference semifinals. The Avs have to win to stay alive. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real interesting one. This is really, in my opinion, gonna be a test uh, of of just how far this team has come. And 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 you know, there's been so much that has happened in these playoffs, um, in this season that has been, you know, so impressive and, and really has shown that this team has taken some steps forward, uh, relative to last year, in my opinion, their, their ability to come out of what was a prolonged slump, uh, there in, uh, in, in kind of the middle part of the season, their ability, uh, to, to come out of that, win the games they needed to down the stretch, and then translate that uh, into this, this playoff success that we've seen them have to this point. Uh, to me, I, I think that's that shows huge growth. Uh, that shows that last year wasn't a fluke. You know, they weren't, they weren't, um, they definitely overachieved last year. Um, but this is a team that 
because of that overachieving, had that playoff experience, and this year they were able to use that maturity and growth to to help get them in, and uh, it's great. You know, again, you you think back to last year where they barely they barely squeaked in. You say, all right, well, you squeaked in two years in a row. Um, last year again, there was definitely a lot of overachieving going on. In my opinion, the 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 regular season that we saw from the Avs this year was right on track. Last year was definitely, uh, they accomplished way more than we thought they would. I think this, as a, as a year two for, for what was the full rebuild, this is, that's what's crazy. This is rebuild year two dot five, technically. Uh, I mean, we the, the abs have been through a lot of rebuilds, but after the 48-point year, they said, all right, we're doing this right. They got a little lucky in year one. Year two, to me, this is right on track, and you're seeing this postseason success uh, as a as a product of that overachieving last year. Um, so where I'm going with all this is, is this is going to be, tonight, game six is going to be a real test to how far have they come. Can they fight off a veteran team that that has a chance to, to put the series away you're at home, so you've, you've got an advantage. You've got last change. Uh, to me, this all comes down to how do the abs come out ready. If the abs come out and, and are getting sucked into a 1-3-1 neutral zone trap again tonight, uh, you're going to give the Sharks an opportunity to, to, to get the first goal of the game, and you're going to give the Sharks an opportunity to get some energy, uh, take the crowd out of it. The Avs have to come out. They've got to be moving their feet. And they've got to be getting pucks in behind the San Jose Sharks. Make the Sharks defensemen play with their backs to the ice. you got to be getting pucks up and over using that same speed that you're trying to come through the neutral zone with to, to go in deep and retrieve uh, excuse me pucks. Make sure you're supporting on the wall. If the Avs can do that and get off to a good start, you know, I think the Sharks threw them off a little bit there in Game 5. Because they were able to, the, the Sharks played with better speed than we had seen them play with at any point in this series. Uh, and, and full credit to the Sharks. It seemed like it caught the Avs off guard a little bit. I think the Sharks were energized to be back at home. And I think that the Avs let that kind of stifle them a little bit. So now you you know that they're capable of playing with speed. You know that Eric Carlson's starting to get his game back a little bit. Um Use your speed. You still have the speed advantage. That is one thing the Avs have had all series long. We came into it knowing it. We also came into it knowing that that wasn't going to be the only way that they were going to win this series. They were going to have to, you know, (laughs) win some board battles. And they've done that to this point. The Sharks responded with a little bit of speed of their own. The Avs have to be able to counter that tonight. And uh, you got to get the crowd into it early. You know, you know the Pepsi Center is going to be jumping, and you got to take advantage of that. The the that first five minutes there is is your real window to capitalize on a lot of buzz in in Pepsi Center. For those of you who have been to playoff games this year, knows those first five minutes are really where you you can feel that energy in the crowd. The Avs can capitalize, even get some opportunities going, just something to get the crowd in it. Uh, you're going to give yourself a good chance. Obviously, Philip Grubauer is the other key. You hate to lose game five, and and I don't necessarily want to use the word waste, um, 
But you didn't. You wasted a, an absolutely spectacular performance from Philip Grubauer. Now he's been giving you those all playoffs long, but I mean, game five, he just he's he was special. Let's just be honest. He was, in my opinion, he was really really good. Uh, to me, he's the one that kept the Abs in it for for that entire game. If you can get a strong performance out of Grubauer, take advantage of that last change. Uh, I like uh, the adjustment that they've made with Tyson Jost. They've got him uh, with a little bit more skill. And obviously the big thing here is the Abs are going 11-7. and seven. Patrick Nemeth comes back into the lineup. Sven Andrighetto is out. Matt Calvert cannot go. Um, significant for a few reasons. One, it seems like penalty kill insurance to me. Patrick Nemeth is is one of, if not your strongest PKer on the back end. Uh, so you're able to get that in because you you lose a really good penalty killer up front in Matt Calvert. Matt Calvert has been awesome for the Avs in the playoffs. I'll, I'll be honest, his regular season was pretty meh. He struggled to find the back of the net at key times. This guy was built for the postseason, make no mistake about it. I think he's been uh, phenomenal for the Avs so far. Not having him in the lineup, uh, f- again, for the Avs tonight is going to be tough. That's why I think you pull Andrew Ghetto out, you put Nemeth in. I will be interested to see whose ice time that eats up. Because for those of you that watched Game 5, Kale McCarr was being double-shifted in the third. So I can't imagine you're going to be taking a ton of ice time away from him. You almost have to wonder if, if he's going to cycle in Nemeth on that on that Cole and Johnson pairing. You don't know. Um, Jared Bednar is always um, always mixing up the lines, always playing matchups. You, you you trust his ability to put players out in the right time, um, with the right you know with the right support. So putting Nemeth in to me that's penalty kill insurance. And if you can get a lead and you're trying to hold on to it late, uh, Patrick Nemeth is definitely going to be a guy that's going to help you out there. That is my kind of take on it is, hey, we need a little bit of help shutting guys down, and Patrick Nemeth can give that to you better than Sven Andrighetto can. Guys, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to look a little bit around the NHL uh, and the playoffs, see what's going on, and just kind of give you a sense for, for where we're at heading into Monday, May 6th. Can you guys believe that? May 6th, um, Second round, Stanley Cup playoffs getting underway tonight. We're going to take a quick break. BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. Be right back on the other side. Tucked away from the city, Raccoon Creek is your go-to golf course. Their location in Littleton provides more than just a beautiful golfing experience. They have the perfect setting for year-round events with unbelievable views. It's a fun place to golf. It's a different atmosphere. It's a really nice course. And- it's fast greens. They have a good crew there, so it's always in good shape. They're having uh, comedy shows. They got like this really cool fire pit in the back now. It's changed a lot. There's a whole, whole new patio that has like the best views in Colorado. I think you can see the mountains, you see the golf course. You know, kind of like Cheers. Everybody knows your name and your handicap. That was Todd. He's been golfing at Raccoon Creek for years now, and it's his favorite golf course in the area because of the environment that they've created. Raccoon Creek has embraced technology, adding golf board rentals to their course, as well as updating their golf carts to be equipped with GPS that provides score updates of sporting events and live scoring for outings and tournaments. They also have an app where you can schedule tee times, receive happy hour specials, and stay up to date on all of their upcoming events. 
Download their app today and receive a free bucket of balls or check them out online at raccooncreek.com. Segment number two, BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. I'm your host, Jesse Montano. I'm here by myself just doing a quick little um, pre-game game six podcast here. Hopefully get this up for you guys uh, to be able to listen to on the way down to the arena as you're getting ready for the game. Uh, so yeah, just me here by myself, Jesse Montano. We talked to Ab Sharks game six. I gave you guys kind of what I thought my keys were and, and, and a little bit of the, you know, the lineup update from, uh, skate this morning, Patrick Nemeth in, for Sven Andrigetto, Avs are going to run 11 forwards and 7 deep. If we take a look elsewhere in the NHL, tonight the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Boston Bruins are playing in a very similar game as the Avs Sharks. The Blue Jackets are at home trying to uh, survive. They're trying to uh, you know, stave off elimination and, uh, and, and live to fight another day. Currently down 1 to nothing. That's been a really interesting series to me. I, I, the, the the Bruins, based on what you have left, which which we'll get to here in a second, the Bruins look like a really strong veteran team. I know a lot of people don't like that, um, like to hear that because it really is. It's the Sharks and the Bruins that are kind of like they represent the 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 old hockey guard, right? And and, and when I say that, I mean. They're the last wave of of teams that have been on the t- on top for the last decade, right? There, there's we all love to talk about the parity in the NHL, and it's so true this year. Uh, it's it's more evident than ever. But there has there's kind of been that same group of eight teams that have been at the top uh, when the dust settles, and the Bruins and the Sharks have been a part of that. The Blackhawks, uh, the Penguins, the Capitals. And when you look at this year's playoffs, that's what I loved about it is it really did. It kind of seemed like the passing of the torch, save for San Jose and Boston. That, hey, these are the the, the new kids on the block, not the band. Uh, but, you know, you had the Avs. Uh, the, the, the Blues are another one that I don't know what the Blues are. Uh, but the Stars, the Jackets. Uh, the the Islanders and and the Hurricanes again. You look at you say these are a lot of the teams that we've been saying young pieces for a long time, and they're here. They've arrived. So I you know I I I'm pulling for Columbus in that series for a lot of reasons, but mostly it's because you know I I, I do I I'm ready to see the next wave of top teams in the NHL. I think the Abs are a part of that. Um, I don't necessarily know if the Blue Jackets are. But that's kind of why you want to see success for them, right? They're all in this year. They're all in this year. And uh, you don't want to see them get bounced. You want to see them have a little bit more success. The The, the fans deserve it. Um, Yarmo Kekalainen, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets GM, deserves it. So you'd like to see some, some more success for them. Hopefully they can come back and at least... Uh, make it push it to a game seven. Uh, so, so that's, that's that one there stars blues going to game seven tomorrow. Um, as of right now, that's still relevant 
for abs fans if the abs can pull it out tonight force a game seven with the sharks obviously the winner of that game tomorrow uh is going to be onto the western conference finals waiting for either the sharks or the abs honestly i don't have a preference with either one of those teams i think they're both uh good teams that are very flawed just like the abs um and I shouldn't necessarily say very flawed, but you know, you, you, you look at that Dallas team and Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan, uh, Alexander Radulov, you know, we talk a lot about the abs and their depth. That's a team that really struggles to get, to get, uh, depth scoring. You know, Ben Bishop has been not good for the last several years and, and suddenly he's hot. Hey, he's hot. Maybe he keeps them going. But to me, that's a very beatable Dallas team and St. Louis to me, I worry about a team that was sitting in dead last in the NHL until past the halfway point. Um, to me, that's a team that's riding a, a lot of crazy momentum. And and over the course of seven games, it's it's tough to keep that momentum going. You know, they've, they've got out of the first round. A lot of people expected them to kind of breeze by Dallas. They've been pushed to seven. So for me, those are two very beatable teams. But at the same time, they're, they're two teams that could definitely win. Um... So I, I I think they'd be interesting. I, I I like I said I don't have a preference. I think they're both beatable teams. I think they're both teams that that could you know advance to the Stanley Cup Finals in this crazy year. So that's going to be an interesting one uh, to keep an eye on. But the big one is obviously the Carolina Hurricanes sweeping the New York Islanders, um, humbling John Tavares haters just a little bit everywhere. And, uh, wow, who saw this coming? Uh, Curtis McElhaney comes in for games two through four to complete the sweep that Peter Morazic started. Peter Morazic has been absolutely exceptional. He's been very, very, he's played a very similar role to Philip Grubauer for the abs that he came in late, helped them get hot, stay hot, get into the playoffs, um, was a huge reason why they swept the Pittsburgh Penguins. And, uh, or excuse me, didn't sweat. Islanders swept the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, huge reason as to why they were able to escape game seven, uh, the exact opposite of a sweep, uh, with the Washington Capitals. He went down with an injury. Everyone said, oh, and there's the end of the uh, Hurricanes magic. Well, they just kept on trucking, moved into the, um, Eastern Conference Finals. I'm you guys are you guys are responding so quickly with my with my call for questions that I'm getting distracted here. Uh, no, they made quick work of the Islanders. They're on to the Eastern Conference Finals. What a story this team is uh, this year. Definitely keep an eye on them. Uh, whoever they pull, the Bruins or the Blue Jackets, it's going to be a, a hell of a series. I think. Uh, hopefully, they can get Peter Morazic back. Curtis McElhaney. You have to imagine that he maybe just doesn't have the same magic going. Was able to get out of the uh, the second round, but we will see. I'm going to take one last quick break here, answer just a couple of you guys' questions here, and uh, get this posted and, and head down to Pepsi Center. BSN Avalanche Podcast presented by Total Beverage. We will be right back. 
Frosted Leaf is Denver's most innovative dispensary. What I like about Frosted Leaf would probably be their knowledgeable bud tenders, their online kiosk, their online ordering, and then just pick up at the store. And then they're always getting new genetics as well, so that's always cool. Like Edgar mentioned, Frosted Leaf gives you no lines, no weight, and a self-paced direct shopping experience that allows a fast yet comfortable transaction without the awkwardness of a waiting room. Not only does Frosted Leaf have the hottest strains, but they also offer a rewards program that will help towards your purchases. I would recommend Frosted Leaf to a friend, and I would tell them to look forward to different strains and to knowledgeable help. Check out Frosted Leaf's three Denver locations and download their app today. Segment number two here, BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. Jesse Montano here, writing solo, AJ and AD already uh, en route to the Pepsi Center. I'm wrapping this up and heading that way myself. Before I wrap this up, i got to remind you guys about Strava Craft Coffee. Strava Craft Coffee is the game-changing coffee with some incredible reviews, so make sure you check them out. This is CBD-infused coffee that has taken away long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS. It has even helped decrease anxiety. CBD is all-natural and non-psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty. We could not recommend it more to our listeners. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use the promo code BSN2019 at checkout and get it shipped straight to your door. Talked uh, Avs-Sharks game six. We talked a little bit of uh, playoffs outside of the Avs-Sharks Western Conference semifinal matchup. And now I've got a handful of questions from you guys on Twitter. And I'm just going to go through um, just a handful of them here. Non-playoff related questions. That way, if, uh, if you listen to this after the game, some of this podcast is still a little bit relevant for me. Uh, or for you guys, excuse me. So here's uh, here's kind of the, the deal on these. A lot of these are about about UFA. Um, so so we're gonna go through that. That's kind of what we'll mostly be talking about here for the next few minutes. Is is unrestricted free agents? Um, but let's start with this one. Uh, from uh, Mike uh, Mike Martin, excuse me. Uh, would you make a move for Malkin if he was willing to waive his no trade clause? Fourth overall, 16th overall, and Jost. Um, I mean, if Guinea Malkin is an elite, elite, elite center, you know, I'm going to be really interested to see just how serious the Pittsburgh Penguins are about moving up Guinea Malkin. Uh, I know Elliot Friedman reported that yeah, you know, there's there's something to these talks. They maybe want to, uh, you know, retool on the fly. And that package that that you laid out laid out there, you know, both Ferts this year and Jost, um, definitely do that. To be honest with you, I don't know, I don't know if that gets it done for Malkin. A lot of people think of Guinea Malkin is uh, a top three center in the NHL. Had kind of a down year this year. Uh, obviously, not the end of the year the Penguins wanted. Um, but I'll be really interested to see what happens there. Honestly, though, if it's me, uh, it, it all depends on price for the abs. You're in a really, really good position as far as your prospect pool goes. Um, you've got a lot of picks. You can, in, in a salary cap era, and that's what's most important to remember about a lot of this, is those picks are valuable. Those The, 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 the fourth overall pick is valuable because that's a player that assuming he doesn't jump in next year, you've got 
for at least four, maybe five years on an entry-level deal. And depending on what kind of impact they make, and, and you hope you can get an impact player at four. Let me phrase that. You better get an impact player at four. Uh, that's a guy that that can help you stay competitive and stay under the cap for, for several years. That's something that's very valuable in today's NHL. If Guinea Malkin is an elite talent that I think if you stacked him and Nathan McKinnon, Miko Ranton, and Gabe Landeskog, uh, you know, Kale McCarr, all on the same lineup, yeah, you're going to be really good and you're, you're going to win some games. Um, but the contract is definitely something to keep in mind uh, with those with those first-round picks that you hope turn into something. If Malkin's willing to waive and all it's going to take is, is your two firsts this year in Tyson Jost, um, I think I'd pull the trigger on it, honestly. Uh, next question here, and again, which comes from a lot of you guys. Um, realistically, what big name UFAs are the abs looking at? Well, I will tell you guys that we have been told um, that the abs are going big game hunting, and, and they may not get one. They may not, not land who they're looking for, um, but it is it is our understanding that they're going for it. And I know Eric Carlson's on their list. I know Artemi Panarin's on the list. Um, I don't know if they'd revisit the Matt Duchesne thing. To be honest with you, I don't think they would, and I don't think that you should. Um, I think that's something that once you make that pick here in July, you let that go, you put it behind you, and uh, move on. I, I think Jordan Eberle is a guy that a lot of abs fans may not like to hear that. Um, 29 year old, really inconsistent guy, but when he's on, man, is he good? He is, is high skill can, can put up points, can make plays, but it's just a lot of inconsistency. He's kind of a poor man's Matt Duchesne, if you will. Um, but again, that's for a guy that you're looking to add depth and you're not asking him to be the guy like they were asking him in Edmonton, like maybe they're asking him to play uh, you know, a little bit of an elevated role um, on the island. Maybe that's somewhere where you can say, hey, you can, you can fly under the radar in the middle six and, and have 40 to 50 point seasons for the rest of your career and win a bunch of Stanley Cups with us. Um, so maybe that's a guy that, that that you look at that he would like the situation. You're not going to have to pay him as much, um, obviously, as an Artemi Panarin because he's nowhere near as good. Um, but that's a guy that I think would be on the Avs radar if they miss out on uh, Artemi Panarin, which let's be honest here, that we, we, we have heard that he's at least interested in coming to Denver. He likes the pieces that the Avs have in place. He thinks... Uh, there's a, a, a lot of opportunity to win and for him to play with good guys. I, we, the, the abs are on his list. There's a lot of, I shouldn't say a lot of teams. Everyone knows what Artemi Panarin has been talking about. I want to be in a big city, big market where I can play a major role. Maybe he's swung a little bit here and, and winning and the role is a little bit more important and the abs can uh, sink their teeth into him a bit here. Um, so we'll see. But I think if they miss out on Artemi Panarin, don't be surprised to hear them uh, sniffing around a, uh, a Jordan Eberle type. Next question from Blake Abel. Would you trade up into the top two just because it's going to cost so much? No, I wouldn't. Um, 
take your fourth overall pick and and make the right pick and uh, and just get out of there. Uh, next question here. You think the Avs make any serious offers to teams with RFAs in cap trouble? Uh, this will be the last one for the show. Now, that's a great question. Um, it depends on what you're referring to. Do I think the Avs will offer sheet anybody? No, I, I, I don't. I think um, they're in a position where they could, but I don't think they will. Um I wouldn't be surprised to see them go to a Winnipeg or a Toronto and say, hey, look, we've got pieces you like, you've got pieces we like, you're in cap trouble, we aren't. Let's see if we can make something work. Utilize those multiple first-round picks. I could absolutely see the Avs doing something that way, Uh, you know, a la William Nylander, um, you know, maybe Jacob Truba, Tyler Myers, uh, Tyler Myers, which one of them is it that's set to be unrestricted free agent? Tyler Myers at 28. Um, that's a guy. We'll talk a lot about, about that because there's definitely been the rumors flying around for, uh, for a few years, but you know, I could definitely see them doing that. Um, taking advantage of their, their cap situation. If you can go land, you know, a, a William Nylander and, and not that I'm, don't anyone take this meaning anything. But, you know, if you go to Toronto and say, look, you're going to have a hell of a time getting Mitch Marner signed. Let's maybe make a deal. If, you know, if you could bring in an elite winger that way, then absolutely. It makes it makes your life a lot easier. You don't have to go into the UFA bidding wars and, and you can improve your team that way. I could totally see something like that happening. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Sorry, a little bit shorter episode, but again, I've got to get down to Pepsi Center myself. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. Hopefully, we are still doing um, playoff podcasts here in a couple days. We will know in just a few short hours. For Adrian Dater and AJ Hayfley, I am Jesse Montano. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. Thank you guys so much for listening.